Does ordination matter? Or should I say dedication? Sometimes we dedicate buildings or, you know, as a pastor's installed, there's like an ordination, as an elder's installed, there's an ordination. And sometimes you can kind of look at that and just be like, that's ah, just kind of like a religious empty thing. But is there something to it? And we're going to see that today in Exodus chapter 29. And you're listening to Between the Lines. I'm Scott. I'm Junior. And I'll get started with verse one. So Exodus 29, it's this is about the dedication of the priests. And it's uh, pretty fascinating, uh, man, the ritual that they go through. This is the ceremony you must follow when you consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Take a young bull and two rams with no defects. Then use using choice wheat flour and no yeast, make loaves of bread, thin cakes mixed with olive oil and wafers spread with oil. Place them all in a single basket and present them at the entrance of the tabernacle along with the young bull and the two rams. Present Aaron and his sons at the entrance of the tabernacle and wash them with water. The whole thinking here, this is purity. That's even the the early uh, presentation. And then the washing is that they're going to present him in purity before God. Dress Aaron in his priestly garments, the tunic, the robe worn with the ephod, the ephod itself, and the chest piece. Then wrap the decorative sash on the ephod around him. Place the turban on his head and fasten the sacred medallion unto the turban. Then anoint him by pouring the anointing oil over his head. Next, present his sons and dress them in their tunics. Wrap the sashes around the waist of Aaron and his sons and put their special head coverings on them. Then to the then the right to the priesthood will be theirs by law forever. In this way, you will ordain Aaron and his sons. Bring the young bull, then, verse 10, to the entrance of the tabernacle where Aaron and his sons will lay their hands on its head. Then slaughter the bull in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tabernacle. So again, here now they're presenting or dedicating this priest, and, and these priests also need a sacrifice made on their behalf because they also have a sin issue. And again, this is all about purity that these priests are going to stand before God. So then slaughter the bull in the Lord's presence at the entrance of the tabernacle. Put some of its blood on the horns of the altar with your finger and pour out the rest at the base of the altar. Take all the fat around the internal organs, the long robe of the liver, and the two kidneys and the fat around them and burn it all on the altar. Then take the rest of the bull, including its hide, meat, and dung, and burn it outside the camp as a sin offering. Next, Aaron and his sons must lay their hands on the head of one of the rams. Then slaughter the ram and splatter its blood against all sides of the altar. Yeah, that, that is interesting there, though. Verse 15, the sons must lay their hands on the head of the rams as it's being slaughtered. That's a that's a tough thing to do. I mean, when I was in when we were in Africa, Dad, I, I wanted to be part of slaughtering a, a ram just because or a goat just because it was very cultural. I wanted to yeah. be part of the, that was a hard thing to do to just yep. sit there and watch the life leave the, the eyes of the the goat. Yeah. And I didn't want to, I, I wouldn't go out there. I, I didn't want to see it. Yeah. And this is what the priest had to do, but there's a reason for it. God, I think God's saying, I want you to put your, lay your hands on it as you slaughter it, because I, I want you to see this is what sin does. Sin kills. This is the seriousness of your sin. Exactly. Yeah. So verse 17, cut the ram into pieces and wash off the internal organs and the legs, set them alongside the head and the other pieces of the body. Then burn the entire animal on the altar. This is a burnt offering to the Lord. It is a pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord. You want to pick it up from there, Junior? Now take the other ram and have Aaron and his sons lay their hands on its head then slaughter it. So again, we see the, the priest being part of just that horrible process. And apply some of its blood to the right earlobes of Aaron and his sons. Also put it on the thumbs of their right hands and the big toes of their right feet. Splatter the rest of the blood against all sides of the altar. So remember, we talked about this when Moses had splattered blood on the people, that 
blood was seen as a symbolic cleaning agent, so to speak. It was quite a, a violent, bloody affair. It is. And it's all a precursor really pointing to the what final was, sacrifice. What's going to happen for, with Jesus, exactly. And take some of the blood from the altar and some of the anointing oil and sprinkle it lit on Aaron and his sons and on their garments. In this way, they and their garments will be set apart as holy. Since this is the ram for the ordination of Aaron and his sons, take the fat of the ram, including the fat of the broad tail, the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver, and the two kidneys, and the fat around them, along with the right thigh. Then take one round of loaf of bread, one thin cake mixed with olive oil, and one wafer from the basket of bread without yeast that was placed in the Lord's presence. Put all of these in the hands of Aaron and his sons to be lifted up as a special offering to the Lord. Afterward... Take the various breads from their hands and burn them on the altar along with the burnt offering is a pleasing aroma to the Lord, a special gift for him. Then take the breast of Aaron's ordination ram and lift it up to the Lord's presence as a special offering to him. Then keep it as your own portion. Set aside the portions of the ordination ram that belong to Aaron and his sons. This includes the breast and the thigh that were lifted up before the Lord as a special offering. In the future, whenever the people of Israel lift up a piece of offering, a portion of it must be set aside for Aaron and his descendants. This is their permanent right, and it is a sacred offering from the Israelites to the Lord. It's hard for us to read this or hear this read and to understand all the details of what is taking place here and what the instructions were. But for people who, they were involved in slaughtering animals almost every day. I mean, this is what they did to live. This was survival for them. So it it's not something that's so out of the ordinary for them as it is for us. We go to the grocery store and buy our meat. They didn't. They would slaughter their own animals. Yeah. And so they understood all of these pieces. They knew, they instantly recognized everything that he was talking about. But then because they instantly recognized all this stuff, it's not like us trying to process, okay, what is that? And what is that? They instantly knew what he was talking about and then saw the significance of the symbolism. Yeah. And it was money to them. It this was. Expensive it was giving up. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's sacred garments must be preserved for his descendants who succeed him, and they will wear them when they are anointed and ordained. The descendants who succeed him as a high priest will wear these clothes for seven days as he ministers in the tabernacle in the holy place. Take the ram using the ordination ceremony and boil its meat in a sacred place. Then Aaron and his sons will eat this meat along with the bread in the basket at the tabernacle entrance. They alone may eat meat and bread used for their purification in the ordination ceremony. No one else may eat them, for these things are set apart and holy. If any of the ordination meat or bread remains until the morning, it must be burned. It may not be eaten, for it is holy. And actually, that's how they survived as well. That uh, part of, you know, you know, their, because they, they didn't work jobs outside of the priesthood that they were doing, that their sustenance came from the sacrifices that people brought in to them. Yeah. This is how you will ordain Aaron and his sons to their offices, just as I commanded you. The ordination ceremony will go on for seven days. Each day you must sacrifice a young bull as a sin offering to purify them, making them right with the Lord. Afterward, cleanse the altar by purifying it. Make it holy by anointing it with oil. Purify the altar and consecrate it every day for seven days. After that, the altar will be absolutely holy and whatever touches it will become holy. These are the sacrifices you are to offer regularly on the altar. Each day, offer two lambs that are a year old, one in the morning and one in the evening. With one of them, offer two quarts of choice flour mixed with one quart of pure oil of pressed olives. Also offer one quart of wine as a liquid offering. Offer the other lamb in the evening along with the same offerings as flour and wine 
as in the morning. It will be a pleasing aroma, a special gift presented to the Lord. I do like just this thought of like, these are offerings. He's he's asking for wine. He's asking for flour. He's asking for oil. He's asking for meat. Mm -hmm. These are, as we just said, are all expensive items. Mm -hmm. And yet God does not need them. No, of course not. And and that same that same truth still is true today. God doesn't need our He doesn't our need our dollars. Gift. He no. doesn't even need our zeros in our bank account. That's nothing to him. Yeah, he knows we need to give. Yes. He doesn't need our gift. So whether it's meat and oil and flour, or whether he's calling for us to give 10% of the numbers that we get from our boss, God is asking for us to give. Mm-hmm. These burnt offerings are made. Each day from generation to generation, offer them to the, in the Lord's presence at the tabernacle entrance. There I will meet you and speak with you. I will meet the people of Israel there in the place made holy by my glorious presence. Yes, I will consecrate the tabernacle and the altar, and I will consecrate Aaron and his sons to serve me as priests. Then I will live among the people of Israel and be their God, and they will know that I am the Lord their God. I am the one who brought them out of the land of Egypt so that I could live among them. I am the Lord their God. Mm. Yeah, and that's his, that's his major declaration. I am your God, and I'm for you. All right, we're going to get over to Proverbs. So Proverbs 8 is the chapter we're reading for today. I encourage you to read the entire chapter or put it on voice so you can just listen to it being read to you. A lot of wisdom here. But in in fact, in the beginning part of chapter 8, that's wisdom that's crying out, saying, hey, why don't you come and listen to me, you simple ones. Listen to what I have to say. I called you, and I'm raising my voice to all people. Verse five, how naive you are. Let me naive meaning that there's just things that are important in life that you don't know and understand that you've not learned. So let me give you common sense. And oh, are we in need of common sense in our day to day? As much knowledge that is out there with a I mean, there's there's more knowledge available than ever before, but there's such a lacking in common sense. So let me give you common sense, oh foolish ones. Let me give you understanding. And if we're willing to seek after it, if we're willing to look to God for wisdom, he wants to give us the right way to live, living with common sense, living with wisdom, making good decisions day by day. Right. All right. Well, actually, speaking of which, having some common sense, making good decisions. Okay. Today is Eat Healthy Day. All right. So, so much for the chocolate-covered almonds of yesterday. <laughs> hey, we got that out of our system yesterday. And now well, Trader we... Joe's also has some healthy oh. stuff, I think. <laughs> really on that Trader Joe's kick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you weren't listening yesterday, you have to go back and you, right. you missed that. But. Yes. So, I don't know. Maybe eat, eat a healthier healthy option today. And that doesn't always mean salad, by the way. No. I don't know. I tried to eat healthy years ago. I was like, I just don't like salads. I mean, a little salad's okay, but like for a full meal. <laughs> but you can have healthier options too. Yeah, I do my best. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a longer chapter today. Lots of info. But hey, we got through it. And, and it was a good one. You bet. We'll see you tomorrow.